I think I'm just going to start uh, telling Craig stories at the beginning of this until he wants to push the button. And that way we're not ambushed. <laughs> he doesn't want that on the airwaves. I think that's the best idea. Because last episode was ambush. 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 But you know what it did? I think on, the, on retrospect, it got the jitters out. It was yeah. one of those, once you find out the worst that you were just speaking honestly. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't incriminate yourself. I would assume that our friend Craig would not air something Anything that incriminating. Well, to be fair, I also was sitting here like, as soon as I'm talking to the mic, I assume I'm under oath. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's like Alec Baldwin pointing a gun at someone. And if, uh, if, I'm not, if I'm not if killing standing, people here. If you're so. standing in front of a mic in a bunch of electrical recording equipment and you don't think you're getting recorded, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like so At some point, you have to check the sound. Okay, well, yeah. that, that, had I, nothing, I, that had nothing to do with electrical stuff. It was the... I mean, the, if, the you're, no, it's like if you're gonna be if you're gonna be working with guns and you're gonna be the main actor in a movie, I gotta assume at a certain point you gotta be able to oh, check your own weaponry. Excellent way of tying that in, yeah, Alec I, Baldwin. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 at a certain point, I can, I can only be like, "Oh, you got me on a hot mic." Well, I mean, look, I, I got headphones on and I'm, I'm sitting around. Room, yeah. How am I gonna avoid getting caught on a hot mic? Like, there's three phones. I'm, I'm this all just boils down to Craig's a dick. So, <laughs> all right, episode number two, vault episode. You're going to get, we're recording this on Friday night. We're not really talking about any subjects exactly specific to Friday night. So we're going to release this probably around Tuesday or Wednesday, somewhere in that time frame. So I have nothing to listen to at work because I already know what's going well, on. Well, no, you do. So gonna, I'm you still going to listen to him you, and be like, why did I say that? You but. have your primary news source, Pat McAfee. Yeah, but that's from 12 to 3 every day. That, that's honestly <laughs> but, why. But I, don't I listen to you guys. I, I listen to you guys in the morning, and then I cut everything off from my phone, and I only listen to his show. Do you? Yeah, do you and then and then the, he has a gambling show right after. So like my entire afternoon is booked. Do you, yeah, do you listen to his whole show every single day? Nice. His whole show, Rush Limbaugh style. Yeah, that's how it's I was. It's three with hours. He talks. He has his cutoffs. Mm. Have you watched? Have you watched? I'm a, any I'm of a hipster. I I'm not gonna lie. I'm a I've hipster. That uh, show. Yeah, the Pat McAfee show. I've only watched like clips on YouTube. I, I'm not gonna I've lie. I'm a hipster. Uh, Pat show. Um, I knew about him in high school back in Plum when he went to West Virginia and against Pitt and stuff. I followed him his entire year, and then when he went to Indy, my brother's a diehard Indy fan. I, I was Manning fan, that's, so that's, that's they what played I together like. But he was always funny. His he has what? a stand up actually that's hilarious. But like I, I followed him since day one. I've always really appreciated him. So when he got the job at Barstool, initially when he retired, that's why he retired. What was his job at Barstool? That's so I did not know. Same when thing he was he's there. doing now, and you know his own show, just doing like a daily show. Like so it was like only like two like, hours, like, like mainly podcast, like, like, like serious radio. Yeah, well, like it wasn't with serious though. It was. So when he initially did it, it was just on like Apple Podcast or like some YouTube stuff. And he brought a couple of his boys that are on the show now from Pittsburgh. And they were both in like, you know, accounting jobs and stuff like that. Nick and Tone on the show. Um, they're okay. his boys from high school. And they're okay, you're cool. older and same age, stuff like that. Where uh, are they living? Where do they produce from? Where do they shoot? They're, so he opened Barstool Indianapolis. So when he retired, okay. they were like, "Hey, we want to build an empire there because that was like a central, like, you know, heartland." Right? His initial is thing was heartland. Bubbly, is the bubblegum gang, Tony uh, and the bubblegum gang? I don't know. Well, Barstow was always talking about this group that left. Oh no 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 no, no no no! Called so, the bubble the bubble no. Gum. So uh, they had, I can't remember their names off the top of my head. I think it was like, I I'm gonna fuck this up, but um, there was two guys that Sean Latham and somebody else, I think, um. They had, like, the $20 chef, like, make gourmet meal. And, like, they had, like, those little bits and stuff. Apparently, one of them or both Vibs, I think. Jeff Vibs was the other one. I don't know. Um, they walked out. One of the guys, like, was like, oh, I'm going to lunch. And just never came back. 
And it was like, what? What the fuck happened? <laughs> it, it, yeah. It, it, Pat it, joked it, about it like when he first was going, but he hasn't really. So what, what, how, what was the condi- how did he leave? So what was the condition on? So him? the reason he retired was his knee. He the last season he played actually like the Thanksgiving Day game against the Steelers when he threw that giant pass like down sideline. If you just Google like Pat McAfee pass, he always brags about him okay. being a perfect passer. No, Thanksgiving. Is it the like, one over Paul Amalo or something? Might have. Been. Oh no 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 that was, no, the, no, no. F- fake, that was right? the fake field goal yeah. in Pittsburgh that he was supposed to get. Yeah. He was supposed to get a direct snap and run it in, and, and Paul Amalo stole it. Just walked over that one gap that they never <laughs> cover. That one time it happened. And he talks about how it ruined his life. But um, the, the he had a pass on Thanksgiving like three, four years ago. Like the year he retired, yeah. Steelers played Colts Thanksgiving if, night. If my memory serves itself correctly, he was the first loudmouth punter. Yes. The first punter he, to really he, come he out. Did, and he, he threw that pass, and then it was like a 40-yard like pass, and he did the, like, the little No, he celebrated. Yeah, yeah. No, it was he, awesome. He's a little bit bigger of a guy. Yeah. He's not yeah. quite like a scrawny He always punter. jokes about that, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, the weigh-ins come in. I'd say over six foot. He's like six, probably like two, six, three. Yeah. Um, he always joked about when, like, Wayans came in. He got nervous. He's like, I think I'm the only punter in the league that actually. Might be slightly and he ate, he <laughs> openly hated the GM then. So now he talks shit on him. Gregson. No, no, he loves Ursay. Ursay is the owner. Uh, oh, okay. he loves Ursay. Ursay is giving him private jets to places that like he just called. Him, he's like, I'm in a bind. Helps him out. Awesome. Um, no, that season he actually was kicking that entire year with a dislocated kneecap. Oh. He got punter of the decade. He was the best punter literally in the league for multiple years. And he had four or five knee surgeries. When he got that dislocated one, they were basically just like he talked about it on the show, especially now a lot with Aaron. Um, uh, what's that? Toradol. The big drug back in the 90s and early 2000s that they were just, you don't feel a thing. And players wouldn't play without questions. it. Like, you take yeah. it and we don't ask your pain. So he played basically with that. And he was like, it was incredible, but like at the end of the year, he was tired of doing surgery, and like his whole offseason was rehab just to get back to be able to punt. So he it was going to be his fifth surgery, and he needed surgery, but he finished out the year with dislocated his kneecap. Bayless takedown, loved it. Oh, uh, loved it. The him and Wilbon, the Wilbon thing too. I mean, uh, so there's don't a, tell me Wilbon got in on. So when he retired, he was going. He had an offer on the table with Barstool. Yeah. And that's how he got into Barstool was they offered him, like, a media job because he used to do, like, open mic night shit and stuff like that. He has a whole podcast or a stand-up. And Barstool got involved. So he decided I'm going to be – they made him head of Barstool Indianapolis, and it was going to be called Heartland. Okay. And that was going to be his post. Like, he always wanted to get in media. They were, I could totally see West that. Virginia, his he was show, doing – I could totally see it being on Barstool. Like, yeah. the whole show, I could totally see it. It was very that. good, and he retired because of that. And Wilbon actually gave him shit. Like, somebody drag his ass back because he has, like, $3.5 million on the table next year. He was getting paid a lot of money to be a punter. He just didn't want to go through the rehab anymore. He was just, it wasn't fulfilling him anymore. And then he was like, you know what? I'm going to take a chance and do this with my boys. And it yeah, ruined that. Okay, that's cool. He left Barstool because of um, – He knew he had the name, Rack. Well, that, he knew he had his he base. Said, he said – he loves Dave. He loves all like the higher ups, and he compliments him to this day when he talks about Dave, it. Dave's not. There's no one in the bubbly gang's the only one they have a problem with. He, there was two staffers that apparently he left with. That was. He I was think. That, I think those. I think those two that ended up coming Pat and then just left. And Pat even talked shit on them, but he was annoyed because he thought he was going to run everything by himself. And then there was all of a sudden like he'd wake up and come to the office and there'd be, oh, you have to do these appearances this week, and he's yeah. like the fuck is i didn't agree to this like so then he realized like i should just 
he ended up falling. He, he started his own kind of bar stool. Yeah, he, he own, bought like, everything. Private. He bought all the equipment yeah. that they supplied. He's like, he just bought them outright. He's like, I took a chance on myself. Mm-hmm. And then the Will Bond thing, tie that real quick together. After they, like, after a year of him being on his own and, like, his boys coming in, like, he had a couple, like, interns that are on the show now. After that, it was a big, big, like, uh, thing with FanDuel that they're exclusive rights for three years. And he walked up to every single guy that was with him that moved with him and that he hired as an intern, like, full-time. Mm. And his dad, who moved from Pittsburgh and everything to do this, no, he walked up okay. with a bag, a backpack of 50 grand cash in each one. Just, like, FanDuel thing went through, always protect the boys. Because Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick was the one that was like, if I have to give any advice to you, always take care of the people that you're with because you're never going to be that guy without them. And so then he actually asked Wilbon and oh, all of them he, to come so on. He, There's a whole so video of this like on the show. Fan, like, so he views himself as the Dan Patrick of Fandle. He he loves Dan Fa- Patrick, and he said I, if he ever li- wins an Emmy, okay, he said, I, I, I refuse to accept no, an Emmy before you give one to Dan Patrick. That makes perfect. Because Dan Patrick's show is borderline unwatchable. Unless you love it. But as you listen, the show was built around listening to. Yes. It's, they, it's they a radio show. It, it's played every night on tw- every day on 29. You can go watch two hours. They got the bobbleheads. And if you like the characters, kind of like Jamie, you, you start liking the secondhand people that you only see once in a while. You got to love the show, though. It's one of those yeah. things. If it's your first time watching, it's like, wow, I'm watching. I'm sitting at the bar and these three guys are talking and they don't have subtitles. And they're just passing it back yeah. and forth. And we don't get video. It's just them talking. So it's like you got to have like a special kind of love to and watch it. However, to listen to it, it's always been tough to gauge. Dan Patrick's show is always number one. Yeah. Things like Joe Rogan, I don't know how many people actually watch it. I just started oh, recently says watching on show it. That I would say majority just, don't. Majority just or listening. sitting in traffic. You mm-hmm. don't have time to have the camera in front of you like the McAfee show. I, only, I think so, a lot so, of people just listen while they're working. And yeah, that's what we're so, Ryan. You watch this every day. So, so, like so the McAfee like, show, I always put in the bottom left corner of uh, like my screen, and like I like to watch it, but obviously trying to listen while I'm doing. They work. tell you when to tune in. But, if you're listening it, at home, this picture's on. Like this he, is when you should probably look if you can. He's yeah. big on. I'm. He is a YouTube show, yes. but he licenses it to Sirius, so it's on Sirius. Okay. I just found this out like a couple mo- weeks ago because he that's talked about like negotiations. Odd. Yeah, like. Because Bar- Barstool his show. just broke up with Sirius a couple. So, but ago. it was a big, it was a big deal when he like, he switched from like he was actually on radio with his YouTube show. And he wasn't allowed to swear and everything else. So after the FanDuel thing, he, there's a there's a video on his thing about FanDuel and the XM like switch. It's like a five minute video. Awesome. Like he records him literally driving up to his guy's house at like ten at night, knocking on the door. They answer like, "What are you doing here?" Kind of thing, and hands him a backpack full of money, and he's like. Always got the bag. Like, that's his, like... So he gave him 50 grand cash, each one. And I respect the dude so much. So it's like, I listen to him every day because it's a different take on sports. But he also tries to tie in life with his own experience in the NFL. NFL's big with him. Does all sports. But, like, he's been in the locker room. He knows that... He was also I wouldn't want to hear Plum PA. I gotta like him a lot more to hear him talk about other sports. I like to hear him talk about the NFL. Yes, but it gives you a different perspective. And then guys come on and give more genuine interviews rather than like it's been like yeah, I love my teammates, my lines. Like then you have like guys like uh, I can't think of anybody's name. There's a guy that like in the NFL lineman. He has his own barbecue line, like sauce line, and he comes on like they promote it, but then like joke about it, and then Pat always ties it back like. Oh yeah, but we're gonna put some barbecue on that football, and we're gonna like. So he jokes about, but it pr- helps promote those guys. They talk about inside the locker room, which is why, big in the news, Aaron Rodgers 
He does Aaron Rodgers Tuesday since last year. Good call about that. I actually he, he, hated Aaron Rodgers. Steeler fan. I always thought he was arrogant asshole because of, you know, media and everything else. Ever since he started coming on last year, love him. Let, let's clarify this for the fans. Okay. When we were in high school, I was anti-Steeler. Yes. You were pro-Steeler. I mean, yeah, I, I would be disowned. Now, when I say I was anti-Steeler, I was not casually anti-Steeler. Just like fighting Democrats in politics, I got, like, my nuts off of just fighting with Steelers me, fans. Me. <laughs> saying that they're not as good as they think they are. He was and also think, a Falcons fan for a I'll while. I'll be a New England fan. I'll, I was a Michael Vick fan back yeah. in the Falcons Yeah, fans. you were a big D'Angelo Hall. I, I, D'Angelo Hall was I, a big one I, for you. I, I will pick whatever team is going to give the most chaos to the Pittsburgh Steelers easily. That changed when I went to Buffalo. And I saw what a real loser sports city looks like. I, I always loved the Buffalo Bills. And I think they're going to win this year. This is the first time they can beat New England back-to-back. However, they're choking, and it's obvious. And it's like the more you look at it, they got no veterans. This is this is a make-it-or-break-it, prove-it-or-lose-it so kind wait, of season. So that changed your view on the well, no, I, I No, 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 no. I went up there about when I was in college. We're talking I went to Niagara in 2012. And I got to watch what it was like to root for a loot. I was like, okay, I'm a Buffalo fan. I'm going to go to the bar and actually root for the team. I'm not going to be that guy antagonizing people who's, oh, I'm wearing the opposing team jersey. I'm rooting for them. You lose every year, and they're just like, oh, well, that's good enough. And I started, at least in Pittsburgh, when they lose, if the Penguins drop out of playoff berth, when we the are Pirates the worst are, team in history. No, we're not standing by you while you fail to do your job. Why I'll, are we all wasting money jacking up ticket prices Alex, to come watch a loser take the field? Hey, Alex skips uh, episodes because the Penguins are on it's, regular season. We're in the regular <laughs> season, first half. We're in the, an, right. an, an NHL league. We're doing this preseason. 16. <laughs> it was the summer league. Half, over half of the teams make the playoffs. You don't have to finish. That's why I tried to. I used, your dad said that one time uh, about. Uh, half the teams in the NHL make the Communist. playoffs. Why yeah. even watch the beginning? It's a participation <laughs> yeah. I've been saying that to people yeah. for years because uh, of that. It, 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 it's one of those, <laughs> it, it's clear as day. It's the only sport where it's like, why do I care about a regular season that takes 80 games and you have to win half of them? A quarter of the games, the players sit out if so, they feel a little fatigued. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to play. And that's what I always criticize soccer for. Are it's you going like, to criticize baseball too now? You only have to win really 80, 90 games to get in. If, that's that's over if, 500. If, 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 if they were going to add. Still too hard for the Pirates. No, if they were going to add games, <laughs> if they Fair. were going to add teams to the playoffs, then they should have shortened the season. You're devaluing. That's just like the NFL. By adding a team to the playoffs and adding a week to the regular season, you were devaluing every game in the regular season. I would have rather added the game and not added a team and kept two bye weeks or vice versa. I, I just think they should. With 17, I think the compromise should have been two bye weeks for each team. I understand that lengths of the season for everybody. Cut but the, no, two bye weeks for everyone? It, yeah, because... 18 weeks. There's teams weeks. There's teams that got like a bye in like six or seven Buffalo, this year. Buffalo, Green Bay. You got a bunch of teams well, that went well, down last year. Six, Pittsburgh. Last Pittsburgh year, Pittsburgh didn't even get a bye week last year because of uh, they're supposed to play the Thanksgiving game and they go on like bye week. I, and I, then they got screwed because Ravens couldn't do their thing and we had to play a win. WAF as Matt... Tying it back to Pat, Wednesday afternoon football because it was a Wednesday 4 p.m. Oh, okay. kickoff. Gotcha, gotcha. Like a week later, though, and then they had to turn around four days later and play a game. Like I understand that's the same thing Sunday to Monday, but it's a different – Wednesday are a different day body-wise. Like you do every, the same thing every Wednesday and you change it up. That Thursday, you're feeling different than you do normal Thursdays. We, we are screwing with the calendar by adding these games in a way that we never have. Yes. And, and a lot of times, like gambling-wise, the statistics, sometimes you get some real weird ones. 
where it's like this team's clearly getting screwed. Well, that's why I'm when they did the 17th game, I was okay with it. They should have done because ultimately this is going to lead down to like five, ten years from now. We are going to have 18 games like the owners wanted initially. They should do two weeks, but I think when we get to 18 games, they'll have the two week bye. But they should have done that now. Okay. Because um, that's, a, that's, that's an extra week. That's, we, we should have an episode discussing after the season. Yes. Alternative. We should have our own rules committee. Let's get everyone on. Own and calendar, own rules committee, this, this own government, no taxation. Libertarian. <laughs> more and more libertarian as we go along here. Let the people choose. Let the fans, let the coaches, let the players get involved in the decision-making process. The owners don't really. Well, technically you can argue, oh, the CBA does that, but it doesn't. You want to talk about. In my opinion. You want to talk about players' unions? And whether or not they actually represent the players' best interests, well, or they're whether well, the, no, the, C- the CBA is different than the players' union, in my opinion. In in the CBA uh, negotiations, based on okay. my uh, in the CBA negotiations, yes, you have to work with the players' association, but the players actually control the vote of per team. They have an in-team vote to vote on said CBA. They have a so, they got but a it's, delegate. it's a lot different than the as soon as that CBA is in place, the uh, players' committee is. Involved yeah. in that CBA, okay. that teachers, so te- their teachers ruling, unions, teachers yeah. unions, so their ruling CBA. is okay. under that CBA. Agreement. Not every players' union has a collective bargaining. But agreement. are they mailing in the votes? That's a great question. Uh, I mean, they yeah. might. I de- delegates because right. the mail's been stolen. But Grand wait, wait, even, wait, even better. <laughs> Do they vote and give it to the owner, and then the owners take it to the owners' meeting, and then they change the vote? I think that they have a player <laughs> represent. I think they have a player representative. Yeah, I think they, they have a, de- a player delegate. A player delegate goes to the rules committee and represents. And they say yes or, quote, fuck no, as to quote a couple NFL guys this year. I'd like to see, I guess the NBA disappointed me. I'd like to see one team take a stand for an unvaccinated player. Say, I know we're all vaxxed, but Kyrie but, Irving's not. But why? None of us play. But, if none of us play, but why, can you have a game? Why would you as an owner do that? Because if Kyrie oh, not doesn't play... I'm talking the players. Okay. I'm talking you got good enough players on that team that if the top three... Yeah, but in their contracts, if, if they Harden, don't play, they're not getting paid. So the owner's that, like, I don't give a shit. Okay, t- eat L's. You, you, you film a Brooklyn naked, empty stadium. Can, um, hey, but you can also... It, then it goes War, to, baby. War. Then it goes to, yeah, then you'll just get the D-League players that want to play. But, okay, let them and have an embarrassing 0-100 team. Go for it. But you get the Trump draft picks, so. One pick. I'm I, not. I'm not advocating you, for this. You, uh, no, it's, it's it's one of those. Would you be? I think that this is. A, I guess that's why I'm joking here. Is I think there is a position where they could strike. I don't think they there's could an, join him in a strike. I don't think LeBron there's James, enough. LeBron James. I don't think there's enough players. Oh, the to, league could strike. Yeah, they've done it. One the team, amount of money in the NBA. If, struck, if, if a team, if a team struck, that's different. No, if a whole team just struck, how would that screw up the NBA schedule? If you had one team just nuke itself, really not that badly. Quit. The, the teams that play him just get an extra off day and a win. How many teams do you think would quit before people would really lose interest in the league? Uh, to be honest, I don't think it would. I'm, I don't want to feed in the hypothesis only because there's enough people in the world that would be willing to play vaccinated to make even a million dollars that are decent enough to play. So there's, there's enough scabs in the world that the NBA can't protect itself, that we can get some college-level kids that are willing to fill in for... Young African American, arguably athletes. yes. We could find some good young, only twelve guys on young team. white free throw shooters. There, for these. Why, why do they have to be white? That's fucked up. Yeah, why do they <laughs> have to be white? No, no, oh, because they're shooters. No, 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 because this this goes to the Aaron Rodgers thing. And Aaron Rodgers brought this up: is is when you're the best player on a team, 
You can afford to say, yes. I'm not the, getting back. Fi- yeah. When you're the 45th on a 53-man roster, yes. you might cut a young athlete. I got phone calls coming in. You might cut a young athlete in an attempt or a, a lesser athlete in an attempt to... Um, Is that capitalism, though? Technically. No, no. Capitalism would be the best. Meritoc- in a meritocracy. Uh, I'm, I'm saying like high level. Athlete. I'm saying high level thinking here, though. Is like, it worth paying? Generalization, not Joe, high level. Joe Flacco, Cam Newton. It's like um, Lawrence. Oh, uh, but did you notice who Baltimore? Got, Cam Newton got vaxxed. To get on the team? He got vaxxed and then he got... Uh, and then... Ironically, he got vaxxed after he got cut by the Patriots, and then the Patriots quarter Sam Darnold went down for like four to six weeks, and then they Matt Rule signed him because he already knows the offense. No, I was in the understanding that they Cam was fired because he wouldn't get vaccinated from so, New England. It, no, I and that they're willing to take a chance on him now that the out of New gone. England, especially with Belichick. I'm not surprised about it. He wants to go with the guy that he's gonna play with. Yeah, no, Bel- Belichick's a Nazi, and he could not understand how you won't get a vax but for your I, team. I don't you think should it, always value your team over I think yourself, it partially so you went should down, always get vaccinated. At the end of the day, I, I, I think that might have been part of the decision, but at the end of the day— Do you know who didn't do that? Buffalo. Josh Allen. Yeah, Cole but, Beasley. But what I'm saying is, at the end of the day with, with the New England thing, if They're all you're coming down to happy. Mac Jones, who's supposedly your future, yeah. and Cam Newton— Without the vax status, you you think Mac Jones four years from now he's going to be starting in New England? Yes, he dude he's okay. looked unbelievable, especially the last like four or five weeks. I was a Brady hater. I, I was when too. He first I am started. too. And it, was I, those, it took two Super Bowls for me hate, to go. He's not just a lucky little no, SOB. I, I'm watching Mac Jones. I, I, I still don't want to see Brady see win, but I respected Buffalo, him so New more England when he this went week. To Tampa. Come on into <laughs> Buffalo. Come on into but Buffalo. No, I, I think Mac Jones is going to be a lot better than okay. ever. Best and, rookie quarterback. And, and best rookie quarterback. Fields, Hubert. No, Hubert's not a rookie. Or um, Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. Um, I mispronounce that every show because I, I think, met especially early, yes. Team. I think early, yes. Overall, you can make an argument. Um, I think he's set up better than the other rookie quarterbacks to succeed. Yes. And, but I'm 100 not to get off topic. Convinced that San Francisco traded up to get him. Because Kyle Shanahan wanted him, and I John Lynch, and John Lynch, and the ownership were like, "No, we need a mobile guy." But because they traded all of that picks the day after the Alabama pro day, <coughs> so we can get that into another. <laughs> that, that's where to end the because Craig, I can already see we we've alienated yes. Craig here on no, on cool. the NFL talk. <laughs> no, no, we have, we have. I, I want to get some of these predictions out because I, I don't pay attention. I got a couple NFL. bold ones to make here. I wanted to float by Steelers Nation. Ben's got to be replaced. I don't think you can find a replacement in the draft or in the last couple years of draft picks. I think if you went to college during the COVID years, you're tainted. I, and I think it's a mental it's a mental problem. They're not used to playing for fans. It's it, just one season. It, it's a big season. It's your most I, formative years well, of college when you you're notice, learning how to play in front of large groups if, of people. If you also if you get comfortable in an empty stadium, but they didn't they expand it so you can play an extra yes. year now? Yes. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm Steelers. Years Steelers, you, Steelers you didn't draft a single. You, you get Steelers didn't draft a single player that opted out last year. Fun fact. They refused to. They, that was like their big thing. Like if okay. you if you skipped a year, that was a year lost. Okay. So they they refused to draft that player. They only drafted players that played during the COVID year. 
even then, like I said, the players I think that but grew up that generation, I think there's two quarterbacks be in this draft significantly real worse off than there's two quarterbacks in this draft that I'm I love Matt Corral personally. I've been on Ole Miss all year too. Okay. They He's won. Very did, did dynamic. They, did they yep. win? I yep. missed the they won the Alabama the Bowl yesterday. Okay. I forgot they were on yesterday. I, I thought they were on. I was going to bet it. Bet. Yeah, I, I was going to bet their plus two and a half and their money line. I, are I you in? They were are on. you in the Thanksgiving same game parlay super special? Yeah, I hit one yesterday. I've, I've I hit one for sixty bucks yesterday. I've been doing really good on the twenty dollar fourteen. Me too. Yeah, my specialty. But um, no. So I love that other rookie quarterback, Sam Sam Howell, um, from UNC. So last year. Tar Heel quarterback? Yeah, listen. So last year he actually balled out, but he also had Javante Williams and another the second running back went second round in like fourth round, I think. And then his two like top wideouts got drafted and like two or three offense linemen got drafted the year that he like went off last year. He was projected to be a top three pick. So then this year he regressed, but he's still completing like sixty five percent, but he has nobody. So like I would and uh Colbert already met down in UNC with uh, the coach and him, and then they scouted him when UNC came to pit against him and Pickett um, oh, two, that, three weeks that ago. Pitt team. They they've scouted Sam Howe I think more than any quarterback. So if they take him, not going to be shocked. Would love Matt Crow. He's not making it in the top ten. Do you think there's an NFL player on that Pitt team? As your Penn State, by the way, it's yeah. a Penn State fan. Yeah. That pit team, I know they they they, they that they're scoring be, well. Addison's going to be unbelievable. What player can actually make it in the NFL? Addison's going to be unbelievable. Like but he's Cole? only he's only a sophomore receiver. Okay. The he him and Dotson Dotson for Penn State and him very similar. I think Porter. Yeah, um, if you're going to have a top two. I don't pick. I don't know Pitt down to the T. Pickett the quarterback. Pickett, Pickett's going to get drafted Gr- high. Big Red. Griffin. I, Cause he, I, my big thing was he's not athletic enough. Who, but Pickett? He's, no, Griffin. No. Which one's Griffin? Clifford. Griffin. Big oh, Red. Clifford? Big Red Clifford. Yeah, my bad. Oh. Big Red. Oh, no, no. He's not, no. He calls him Big no, Red like the Big Red Dog. He yeah. runs about no, as no, fast no, no, as an overweight no, Penn dog. State, Penn State has dogs coming in, though. Like, they have a five-star top quarterback recruit. I hope. Number, he's number one right now. Their backup's trash. No, they're ba- no. so they benched him. The backup played last week. Oh, no, no, I'm talking the guy I saw. Oh, yeah, Roberson. The, the Iowa State game. We oh, can't get around they that. Didn't play Iowa, wait, against Iowa, the only thing I'm going to say, defending Penn State, is that guy has been on the squad for three years. They all like was like, oh, um, Franklin can't coach, blah, 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 blah. The problem is that dude, even on COVID last year, he was our four-string quarterback. Our second and third string both transferred out. Our backup primarily was okay. Will Levis, who was Kentucky's quarterback, who was balling this year. So he was actually our backup quarterback. I forgot about that. You are right. If so they, he, we actually you, started a four-string quarterback. How do you when he think that would have changed? Had if they had the him on the roster out? as the backup, a lot on that Iowa game. They're up I two think, scores. I think two Franklin's scores. Not that good at uh, choosing quarterbacks. But this quarterback coming in, I'm in like that dude balls, man. So Penn State does the coach stay? He's yeah, just he just signed. signed a ten-year contract. I guess that's a dumb question. I thought he'd leave. <laughs> no, he's staying. No, no, that was all. Do you? Oh, are yeah. you? Craig calls him the Madden I, I have, coach, I have which I find stuff. to be an odd. Like I, I, have, I agree, but that to me is a bad thing. I have no. I would I, not re-sign a Madden no. coach to be in charge of my. I have because he have, recruits like a boss. Yeah, so that's, that's fine. That's if, you're gonna, if you're going to punt it on fourth and answers inside the fifty, that's all the coach has to do, really. Okay. How much? How much do you blame the coordinator calling the call that he calls when you bitch about it versus Franklin? Yeah, Franklin hired him, but like somebody's making that call. He's not. Craig's calling the, the one that told me he's the Madden playmaker. He's just sitting there throwing. But Franklin is definitely X square, calling X square the triangle. Thing. X square triangle. Get it to Dodson. 
Because frankly, yeah, like, I think he approves of when, it. Yeah, when when you're watching the game though, with you, Penn State, Craig, Craig does. I'm now mind you, you, it's like you're watching somebody play Madden. Now, now, now the yeah, only the only reason I'm video. noting this is because Craig doesn't watch any other football. Yeah, I really he, just watch he Penn has State an understanding of strictly Penn State football, yeah. and it, it, I'm like a really busy person. He just watches their yeah. games. He's actually pretty good about going. Well, he's gonna call this call. It's like fourth well, and three, and yeah. we're gonna go for it. And it's like <laughs> you don't even have a running game. Yeah, I was just doing this. A fourth the, and three um, up the middle. The game where they he faked the punt and then they faked the field goal. I was calling those plays like in the seats because I just knew what Franklin fine, was going to do. My, my thing is, would you rather have an aggressive? Okay, so you, I would rather have an aggressive coach. And then at the end of the day, if he makes those, what's yeah. the other side? True. Yeah, I like. I True, don't but, mind him but, doing but, it. But but when you but when you have an overtime game, will you miss six Listen, straight two point conversions? I got to start yeah. wondering. As you've admit, you don't have a it, short down. But like if you don't have a guarantee on a fourth and one, he's the not offense the plays, though. The problem That's is, too, he's, he's still trying to get a better offensive line, too. Yeah. somebody. That's should, a big problem. You should always be able to get one yard. A, a good team the offense, should always yeah. be able but to the command line needs to have one. A push. A li- they don't have the line. Penn State's offensive yeah. line is or, not Or there. a big back or a tall quarterback. Well, you, they, you should have a guy who can lean for. So they have the number one and the uh, running back and the number one okay. quarterback coming in this year uh, from the nation. Are we, ma- are we making Penn State? Pr- are we predicting anything? Uh, are we breaking years. news? A couple years, maybe. Well, okay. A couple years. Of well, they're going to be fresh. Yeah. A couple years. Okay, yeah. I so think you got to take it a little bit. you got to get the line still. But the, the line was also like, Okay, you lose Dawson. Yeah, but Who we're losing half the defense. And the guy, Mustafer, that went down in the Iowa, Iowa game, the yeah. defensive lineman, that was our run-stopping t- like guy. True. I, true. And he's contemplating right now on going to the NFL or not. Why wouldn't you? Because right now his value is so high. Because especially after he went down, you can still get paid in college now. But but after NFL, he went down, he went down one time age, and look how NFL money. But he I went, don't know how it could be that far off. You might be able to make more because it's just all endorsements. Pick, first round pick. No, he's probably gonna be third, fourth okay. rounder. Okay. Say, yeah, right that, now, that would make the difference. But are you talking? That's, remember, that's, that's, that's the teams nice. get sponsors. Million, half on, half, half on. These teams are getting sponsors to pay their players. They They're going to get they full are, contracts. It's are. not going to be that big of a deal to go to the NFL. We're going to watch that. This is a trick. This is murky legal. Every school is different right now yeah. as far as what they let their players get. And you're seeing the reap like who benefits from what when one school is going, I'll let anybody in. And then you have another school like Penn State going, I don't want to have names on the back of the jerseys. Well, if you're a player who wants to market your name, it's kind of important that we get our names on my jersey. Well, I like if I'm going to be the best number seven on Penn State, I want people to have Troutman on the back of it. I think one of the coolest things that Clifford did, like I'm not saying he's like the greatest quarterback. I here. like him. I like. No. I think he might make an NFL backup. I can see him being. He's a lesser trace. But one thing I Boring. did think was cool. Boring. There's a there's a restaurant in State College called the Field, and we can kind of transition to. The, oh, actually, we should probably get back to the Pat McAfee. Why we started with that, but get, side note, real quick. Um, he actually got sponsored by the field. It's like almost like country cup style, but very expensive to eat there, like steaks and everything. It's very nice though. Good burgers, good like it's like twenty dollars no matter what yeah. you're ordering. Yeah. He got sponsored by them, but he only signed the deal of his lineman ate free at least one time a week. So his his thing was like, Oh, you advertise the field and stuff, but he's like, My guys up front get to eat. Like kinda of like an NFL quarterback but, buys watches or yes, cars yes, yes. for his line. But he actually like he didn't have to do it. They were gonna sign him anyway, and they're like, "All right, deal." Well, which, would it have been nice if Terrell Pryor could have been able to extend his line? In well, Ohio he wouldn't State? have. He wouldn't have done that. He kind of did. He traded his. I 
He I did it for himself, not for, for his, other people. Yeah, for his line or for himself. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was for himself. I mean, it's kind of bullcrap that he was in trouble for it now. He was never allowed to make money off his name. Yeah. And I just wonder, yeah. now we're watching everyone make their money off well, his name like, as he's kind of getting well, that's beat like up. Reggie, I feel bad. Reggie Bush tried to get his Heisman back. and He bet. I think, I think he should. Before we die, I believe Reggie Bush's stats. Well, it's just like Pete Rose getting in the Hall of Fame. He should get in, too. He'll, he'll get in when all the old people die. Yeah. Before before we close, not COVID for the fact. Before we close, <laughs> uh, before we close off with McAfee, the prediction I want to make for a replacement for Ben, Jared Goff, Let, Der- Derek Carr. Okay, oh no, okay, oh, hold on, hold. Before we there's names I would like better, Garoppolo and Derek Carr. Yes, those are currently my two favorite young up and coming quarterbacks. I don't think they're gonna leave. I think they're in pretty decent situations. Goff's not going to leave because they're going to still owe him so much money I because think, of that contract. Um, That's why they got two first-round picks for him. Ima- <laughs> imagine this situation. You start off your career. You go to L.A. For the first time that L.A. has a football team. Take it the St. Louis Rams moved to Los Angeles. Well, this is the second time. They moved from L.A. to St. Louis and then back. Did in our, in our Steelers played them in, in the Super our, Bowl. In our good fa- there's an Alec fact check. In our lifetime, in our lifetime, the St. Louis Rams, who were the Los Angeles Rams in the 70s, moved back to LA in 2020. Jared Goff's the draft. It's not 2020. I think 2018. He has Todd Gurley, the girly man. I think it was 2016. Right. Because the Eagles won the 2018. That was like two years into Carson Wentz, and he was number two. I think it was 2016. He was in the Super Bowl 2018. Or no, not, um, no. Goff was. No, Goff, Goff was lost. 2019, I thought. Oh, could have been 2019. Yeah. Okay, 2019. Three years ago. Two years ago. Super Bowl quarterback. Cooper Cup. Do you know who Cooper Cup was before he met Jared Goff? A nobody. Robert Woods, coming from Buffalo? Not that I knew who Robert Woods was only because I played Madden my entire life. What about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but these. But players, I, I had him multiple t- times. Todd, so. Todd Gurley, a great player in Madden until he gets Georgia. injured. No, no, he was a top. He he was the one of the top running backs. He just had an ACL his senior every year. Every so. year. And that yeah. every year moving on, he missed the last six games. So you have him excelling, and well, then all of a sudden well, they're no, going no, no. to the playoffs without their all-star running back because he got his yearly injury. Well, college, the big thing with him was he got an ACL his senior yes, year. But he, he, he was healthy the first three, and Craig, then no, as, soon as, he got the, love, as soon as he got the contract, he died. If he, <laughs> if he didn't play his senior year, he would have been the number one overall pick as a junior. He decided to play his senior year, bust his ACL. Like I think for we, the second time, I think right too. in the beginning of the season, drops down to like a last round, pick, last well, first round pick. Late for they drafted him like top fifteen, I think. That's why it was like a surprise if he got drafted because he was he was so good, recently. but he's, like he might miss his rookie year. But they're taking a he's chance that on him. good. That and he had like two or three seasons where he was. I don't know where he's at now. I've not heard talk. I don't know if he's signed right now. No idea about him. But I could he, be wrong. He was one of those players that got really screwed by the system. At the same time, Goff had an amazing team. And then all of a sudden, Sean McVay, during the middle of the mandatory vaccinations, decides he's going to trade all of their future draft picks and golf for Matt Stafford from Detroit. Matt who, Stafford balls out, though. Who had never won a playoff game in his life. He went to Detroit. Yeah, he had some seasons where they didn't win a game. No, he no. he's in his early 30s. It should be like he's always won a game. Fun fact: They he's, got oh, him. They got him oh, because they went zero and sixteen. His defense: He's always won a game. Yes, out of sixteen. Yes, only a few teams have never won a game out of sixteen. I was being hyperbolic. This guy has been a perennial loser. I wouldn't blame him. He was the only reason Megatron? they won anything. Megatron. 
He yeah, had the best they ride put, out in the game. They put up the biggest numbers together. You can't win it with a quarterback and a receiver, and that's it. When all he does is all he, uh, every game he throw three passes deep, and no, one of the, them either it'd be caught for a touchdown the or they punt. I I'm not standing here with uh, his sl- Matthew. They had Adrian slander. Peterson back is, during the Megatron okay. era. That was that was an Adrian Peterson was still youth the bear, good for no. 150 yard game. No, once in a while. What wide open and he didn't trip over himself. Adrian Peterson isn't tripping over himself. He's hitting his kid with switches. When he's he came to the Lions, he was at the end of his career just kind of hanging on. No, now he's still hanging he's on playing, now. He's playing in Tennessee. Yeah, he's uh, not barely. There's four carries a game he's playing. I think he was averaging <laughs> over six yards. I think he's averaging over six yards, and Tennessee is not doing bad considering they're missing. Uh, you mean Tennessee, the best rushing team? He's averaging Derrick Henry. Good. Yeah, he's Derrick Henry. I'm, I'm shocked. Who else? Who else could replace Derrick Henry? So you mean their offensive line's very good that they can put any back back there? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. So it's not Adrian Peterson that's good. Is what let's you're saying. see. Let's give Adrian Peterson a chance. I, he, I'm pretty. Can sure we tie this back this, to McAfee? Fight? Let's tie this back to McAfee. <laughs> Goff. The only reason I said him over Garafalo. <laughs> Or please not golf. I price. I think he's cheap and I think he's underrated. I think cheat? no, no, he no, got he's cheated. Not cheap. Imagine being taken from he's your like dream a, job like and a, you get called by your boss and told you go into the Owen 16 Lions and we're gonna trade all of our draft picks for their starting loser quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting a call. We're we're an hour and a half over currently at the time of running. Let's get back to Pat McAfee and the Aaron Rodgers interview. So to tie this all back in, Jared Goff would be a good. I sent them the. I know no one agrees with me, but trust me, this guy's cheap. Get him on the. He's cheap. not cheap. Next year, he's guaranteed like thirty uh, million after dollars. After he goes zero and sixteen, he's still year? under contract. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Getting blown up from <laughs> yeah. all angles. What, no, what's, so, what's the Pat McAfee take here? So, uh, are we tying this back into Aaron's conversation. Yes. Three days. Let's, let's give a recount. After Aaron Rodgers got COVID, everybody in the media, we covered it on this podcast, was calling him a serial killer. He should have been locked up for who knows how many super spreader situations. He was just <coughs> coughing all over perfectly healthy NFL players and potentially killing them. I don't know. Either way, it was a big scandal. Pat McAfee decided to be the one show that let him come on he, he and got- let him speak for half an hour. And he he had been doing this. Yeah, he does this, this every every Tuesday show. around two o'clock. If you guys ever want to only turn into Aaron, it's for usually around two p.m. every Tuesday. It's Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Um, he decided to come back on after the little, slander. Give a precursor of what it's like because it's a little awkward. No, so little, Aaron's little. Aaron's big on the reason I started liking him because I did not like him. Yeah. I thought he was an arrogant prick, especially he beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl. So I'm always gonna be salty. But I always thought he was like because when you talk to the media and stuff about him, he is very, like, standoffish. They ask him, like, oh, why'd you miss this pass? And he's like, basically, like, because I did. He actually addresses... Jay Cutler? I put him with Jay Cutler. Yeah, he, he addresses that in the media, or, like, on Pat's show. Relax. Yeah. Relax. He, he addresses it on the show all the time, like, if you're going to ask stupid questions, I'm going to give you stupid answers. And... That's all it seems like it is with yeah. the sports media. That's why it's hard to follow the NFL and everything, too, because but that's why the, I don't that's really why want... That's the McAfee show, if you don't want to do that ESPN, well, I have to say I'm stupid. McAfee got yeah. banned from ESPN for a while. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's where, well, I'll let you finish this out, but the ending of where I'm going with this question is, is you do realize whether Pat McAfee considers himself left, right, or down the center, he is now an enemy of yeah. the DNC. So, and they, they've picked him out, and they're not going to let him go. Dave Poitnoy is the perfect example. Joe Rogan, they won't let it go. Yeah. This is a power. Right now, they have a base. And five million of their voters aren't listening to them. They're listening to this guy. 
So they got to figure out some way to discredit him. Whether it's a sex accusation, whether it's calling him stupid. Saturday Night Live. Whatever they got to do, the they're going to do it. The best part is Pat opens and ends every show. is like, this is the worst fucking show alive. No, I don't know why you tune you in. Can't like, cancel him. See you tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> you, you, no, you can't cancel it. Yeah. Hey, there's no way to cancel it. Do you think Saturday Night Live, like Pete Davidson, intentionally did such a bad impression of Rogan just so that it would be made fun of? Because he might not like hate about, Rogan. It get, but it he's gets, told to do but that. It gets talked about. That's all that matters to them. You want to know my? I don't think Pete Davidson's funny. That's what I think that too. But just, but what comedian's not going to have respect for Joe Rogan? Said Pete in Davi- the comedian Pete, world. Pete Davidson does what, does what he's told. I don't think he yeah. makes his own jokes. I think he plays an actor. He's an awkward looking white guy. Yeah. That is supposed to be like sex appeal. But now he's really dating Kim appeal. Kardashian. You know, he is, but he's not. It's an odd thing. It almost what seems like, it? I don't know. They're not dating. They're just banging. They're getting go- caught in public. They're, they're getting caught on photo ops. They're taking photos together where they know the paparazzi is going to catch them. They're not exactly trying to hide it. And Kanye tweeted today, I think, uh, that God's going to bring Kim back to him and it will make a bunch of people uh, um, motivated. I don't, I don't know. Kanye, <laughs> off the last episode. <laughs> I don't know. As far as... Kim and Davidson, what clout does one have to gain from the other? Well, there is rumor, they, they there's make always the, been they a make joke. The headline. There's always been a joke that Pete Davidson has a huge dick, and we all know that's Kim great. likes that too. That's so. fine. So is that saying Kanye is, does it help Kanye by saying he is a big dick? No. I Courtney think would have never married him or Kim would have never married him if he didn't have a big dick? I don't know, dude. I, I that's the only thing that's I keep okay. reading headlines. Well, to. so okay, Davidson gets validation for having a big dick big big dick. How does this help Kim Kardashian? <laughs> She's in the headline again. It doesn't matter. She's just in the headline. It's just like Kanye. They both just have to be in the headline. Yeah, they just want to keep if, you thinking about I, it. The, the more they're in the headline, the Kardashian show is over. They need something to talk about. If I'm in the headlines for going from dating one of the biggest pop stars in world history to a, at best, B-list Saturday Night Live actor at this point, and if I'm... Kanye, I'm going from running a presidential campaign to talking to Michael Cohen. Things are not. I guess you great. <laughs> you may you may call your own foul, but I don't know who's thinking more of you as a result of it. I don't know. We going to pop culture from Aaron Rodgers, but who we are? <laughs> I know all these. Because this is one of those things where Aaron Rodgers, no one would give him, let him just speak. Yeah. And so, you can think what he's saying is stupid. Yeah. You can think it's flawed. He lied with calling himself immunized. Like I, I'm also immunized. Whatever so, that means. I just I gained a f- I gained a function yeah. to fight COVID. So That's now, what the booster does. It gains you a function to help you against the COVID. So after he went, we're on just it, playing word games. After here. that Friday, when he went on his rant, we're gonna get back to it. So when after that Friday, he has his normal Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Yes. And they have the show, and they like start joking around with him, and like Pat was like open up the show like. I'm getting torn down by everybody, like doing the thing with the strangers. And he goes, he's like, "This yeah, is this side, yeah. and this is this side." And they're attacking Hilar- each other. Honestly, if you want to watch one episode, just watch the good. Tuesday after that. Record, Aaron Rodgers. You got to tell people that time. There twelve. Was like it's all. It's twelve to three every single day. No, but, but the Aaron Rodgers show is usually at two. The reason you got me watching is because you gave me the exact time where I want to watch Aaron Rodgers. That's because I, I was watching it. And I, I marked it. Yeah, that was. Big. But I was watching it live. I think so. it was hour twenty minutes. On that Tuesday, where probably first pass, Honestly, like, he defends if you're on Aaron lo- Rodgers. If you're on a computer, you just type that. There's actually the 40 minute clip now. I'm, I'm it's sure easier to find. Yeah, absolutely. Sure but anyway, so we're up to that. So the following Tuesday comes around. The whole COVID toe. The reason this happened 
this week, which is hilarious that it ran and had to be what it is. Last week, Pat runs a bunch of, like, Twitter things on his show. He's like, tweet, hashtag, so-and-so. He just makes up off the top of his head. And he's like, I'm going to pick five winners, get three grand each. Or, like, that. in that case, he was like, hashtag PMS, uh, how Aaron Rodgers stubbed his toe or, like, hurt his toe. And you had to come up with a funny story. And the top three oh my God. got five grand each. No. So, 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 listen. So, You're screwing so, this guy. Listen, Come so on, fo- Pat. So the what are you, no. friends? So the following weekend, like, there's a bunch of funny things. If you go to the hashtag funny, I, I submitted a couple, like, there's some funny ones. It was always going to be COVID, toe. No, 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 I no, was no, looking no, at my no. own feet. So the following week, when he actually was on the report and, like, turf oh, toe. it was like He's a, a big, yeah. Well, he said it was worse than turf toe on his interview after the game. So that this Tuesday, he came on and was like, like, turf toe is pretty intolerable. But, like, it's slightly worse because I've had it. And he's like, so how'd you get it? And he goes, we have a giveaway. We need to know. And like jokingly, and he's like, "Pat, I'm not gonna talk about it right now." He's like, "Oh, very politician of you." Like, so they were like joking back and forth about it. But Pat was like, "Honestly, we only started this hashtag because we thought it was like inconvenience, like oh, a toe injury, like stepping a Lego." But like, I didn't realize it was a serious. So he's like, "Now I feel like a dick." So, but they had a full conversation. So literally, they took clips from that show, and all news media was like. He's the joke was, do you have? He said, Pat was like, do you have COVID toe? Because yeah. apparently that's a thing. And he goes, you have it. And Aaron laughed. He goes, he, before that, they made a no comment skit. But and he's I like, th- no comment. So it was a giant, funny, like, whole situation. So news networks took that as, oh, he has it. That's why yesterday he came on and was like, I have a, oh, I have a broken toe. COVID toe has become <laughs> a new symptom of so COVID. He put to, his, to a point, I got, I got odd feet. I got my, I got my, I got extra long toes. My, they aren't proportional with the size of my heel. Either way, I got that broken toe. I heard this and I'm like, long story short, it was, maybe a, it this, was a giant joke. News, this, news networks ran with it. Is, so. this, is this my version of long-term COVID? Yes. No. Apparently, this is all some big joke because Pat McAfee's making funnies. He's part of the news now, Ryan. <laughs> They're taking him seriously. They're soundbiting him. I've been trying They're to do this for two clips. years with him. Yeah. Okay. Um. Great episode here. Fun one. <laughs> Off the walls. <laughs> Vault episode. <laughs> Next time, Ryan, you're not going to be here for a while. Anything you want to say? Final comments? Thank you guys for having me. Call your own toe. At, go, we listed his name earlier in the Twitter. 